Hi, everyone. See Me, Hear Me, Love Me podcast is back after a very, very long year of not recording. We are recording on Zoom, which means anyone, anywhere can join the See Me, Hear Me, Love Me conversation. It's for parents of young children. It's to hear your stories so that you are seen, heard, and acknowledged for all of the messiness of life with kids. And that we can also see, hear, and cherish the messiness in your children. Because, hmm, how else could we be? So I want to know what's on your mind so that you can send me a message and join this conversation. Do you want to talk about the never-ending adaptations of life after COVID, with COVID, partnering with COVID, coexisting with COVID? Do you want to know about the messiness of living in a constantly changing world after we had all those illusions of control and certainty? Hmm, nope, it's all blown out of the water now. We can talk about growth mindset, how to embrace mistakes and learning and everything we don't know. We can talk about emotions, how many situations and emotions challenge us day after day, sometimes 12 emotions in one hour. You know, our mission has always been to help clarify and build our skills at emotional and social intelligence. So, it's a great opportunity because we are being challenged just about all the time now. Is life with kids really this hard or is there an easier way? <sighs> we can talk about that. Message me on Facebook, on Instagram, or email me. We can go far and wide now that we are recording on Zoom and I'd love to hear from you. Now here's our podcast for today. Enjoy. And so here we are, one month into a new school year, into a whole new adventure about learning. So I always think of this poem that I found in a Montessori book many, many, many decades ago to celebrate what that process of learning feels like and... Um, and the struggles of learning, whether it's a new school year, whether you're the parent going through new ages and stages with your child, because we know as soon as you figure out one age and stage, here you are back into a new one where all the rules are different. Um, imagine how your child feels um, having mastered one stage and then facing the frustrations and the challenges of that next big leap into learning. Um, it's new experiences. It's a different world. Every month we have new challenges, new things to learn, new things to integrate. Um, and so here's my favorite poem. And I will read it first. And then I will talk about why it means so much to me for all of this time. And it's called Learning. Learning may be untidy, is fragile, defines us is often unorthodox, irreverent too, may be inconvenient, is not sitting still, is not being quiet, is letting something inside out, wonders, makes mistakes, makes sense, makes no sense, waits on self-esteem. I learn only as much as I think I deserve to know. It also 
may arrive unannounced, won't be put off, is play, is work, is frustration, is necessary, feels right, hurts sometimes, changes us, can be diverted but not denied, is a skeptic, needs space, needs time, asks forbearance, can't be taught, can't be caught, knows, guesses, guesses wrong, and knows it's all right, has many disguises, believes, never stops. That's my favorite poem on learning, and I think what I love most about it is that it connects learning with all of the emotions of being a learner, of wanting to know, of sticking through the struggles that challenge us. And it goes right into brain development. You know, if that, that line, it waits on self-esteem, I learn only as much as I think I deserve to know, that is truth based on brain science. If you do not have your lower brain calm, if that amygdala is not um, deactivated so that you're not in fight or flight or craziness or overwhelmness, uh, we can't learn when we're frantic. We can't, children can't learn. They can't even hear us when they're having those tantrums. So, and we all have tantrums because we all fall apart because we all have emotions that are too big and we're learning how to think and feel at the same time. So the brain research tells us that the only way to have self-regulation is to calm the other, the, the lower brain, to calm the reactive brain, and then to move forward slowly, gently, and safely. Because if we're not safe, we are in fight or flight and just get out of the burning house mode. So uh, deep breath. And there's that new book about slow thinking. And slow thinking is exhausting. But we need those strategies um, in our daily lives, in our routines, so that we can slow down frantic brain um, and really become a master and um, learn the skills we need that we can then put on automatic pilot. So um, with risks, we can, when we feel safe, we can take those risks. And all learning, to me, is a risk because you don't know how long it's going to take. You don't know the outcome. You don't know when you're in quicksand or uncertainty if you're really going to figure it out. And you certainly don't know the right answers until you have that whole systematic, strategic plan and understanding of all of that um, big unknowns. You know, it's like it's like if learning, if the, if what you're trying to learn is the elephant, you feel the foot, you feel the trunk, you feel the ear, and then little by little, you put all those pieces together so that you can get a, a deeper understanding of that thing you're trying to um, to comprehend or to master. So brain development is clear. Get to the calm um, regulation brain so that you can self-regulate. And if you're a parent, a teacher, then you are helping to co-regulate until a child is ready to self-regulate. Um, and then what do we, we know? That 
Each of us arrives at learning in very unique ways. Some of us like to jump in and make a lot of mistakes. Some of us don't want help. Some of us are experiential. Some are watchful learners. Some are going to study at a distance and arrive at a hypothesis and then check the hypothesis. Um, they're not going to take big risks um, but they are going to slowly deconstruct the knowledge of what they don't understand or the skills they're trying to learn. As you could imagine, I'm not that slow learner. I am the jump in, make a mess, make the big mistakes person. Uh, but as teachers, as parents, as friends, we find ways to honor what is individual um, in each of us, and we, when we learn to appreciate different strengths, different styles, different ways of being in the world, um, and, and to accept that maybe your child's way of learning something isn't your way, that, um, that they aren't going to walk in with this big social um, connection or verbal um, conversation to understand everything that's going on. They, they might choose a different modality to, to really feel confident in, in the um, process that is uniquely theirs. Um, and of course, we have the other podcast on multiple intelligences and learning styles and temperament. So all of those become factors. But in this podcast, I just want you to think about um, your unique style of learning um, the grown-ups around you and how each of you provide a team to the children in your world so that they can become their best learners. Um, and, and so what conditions do I know that I want to support um, to help children reach their fullest potential um, in whatever potential uh, they are steered to find, um, that learning takes time and practice, that it takes repetition for confidence building to arrive at mastery. And, and I love that word mastery because it, it shows that process of I am making this my own, I am internalizing it, I am synthesizing it, uh, and I then can count on myself um, to to be on solid ground with with whatever these skills are, the knowledge is, the information. Um, but in the beginning, you're in quicksand. Um, so how we, whether we try to put on our big sloshy boots and stomp through the quicksand, or whether we build a bridge to go over the quicksand, each of us will find our own way. But we need practice and confidence building. And I really do believe that for young children who are still formulating who they are as persons, as individuals, as their style, they're still getting a sense of what feels right to how they interact and approach the world, then um, it's like a cha-cha-cha. They, they've got it one day, they go back, they, they figure out something else, or they've got perfect mastery, and then two months later they're like, yeah, well, I showed you I can do it. Now I'm going to go into full resistance mode because I'm, I'm, I'm in this emotional struggle of becoming a person at the same time that I am trying to learn new information and new skills. So um, the other thing I think that is so hard about learning is that it's not a product-based it's a process. And so while you're always acquiring skills, they are always getting modified for new situations. So 
speaking about us as teachers or as parents, we might be awesome at a certain age and stage, at, at a certain way of speaking with young children, at a certain way of problem solving. But then either new situations, new children, new opportunities change us, change our abilities. And so we're back to being beginners again. I certainly think that COVID brings us back to being beginners again. But it's also that what we used to know no longer fits in a situation. And so now we're stretching again. So there is this learning spiral where you go from mastery to beginner again, from mastery to beginner. But if you are always good at everything, then my guess is you're not taking those risks. You're not approaching the unknowns with the deepest level of curiosity that opens up those new doors for you. So understand that it's okay to always be learning, to always be trying to figure more out and and to be in that quicksand of being the new learner again. So we we need to be kind with ourselves, kind with our children, with our family and friends, but then imagine living a learning life where where you're constantly learning, growing, and changing, and um, embracing all of the emotions of this beautiful process that's reflected in this poem. So I wish you well. I wish you a big year of learning, and um, find find all the resources that you need, and the com- and the communities that support you. Um, as you go through changes and and be kind to yourself also because whether you're a teacher or you're a parent I think there are segments of our lives when learning and mastery is much easier than at other times you know when you are in a new city with a young baby and your network has changed you are not that confident um, capable person that you were when everything was was well established and settled. Um, I also think, for example, my famous example is for the teachers of the world, when you become a new parent and all of that energy and nurturing and um, time that you give to your job um, gets displaced for a short period of time because you have your own family. I always say be kind because you don't have to be the teacher you were before having a baby uh, when you have a new baby in the house and and vice versa. Sometimes you're going to put your energy into a new career or into a different caretaking relationship and you may not be the same parent that you were um, at a different time in your life. So knowing that the situations affect how capable and masterful we are. But if we honor the process and we know that, um, that we will be great at things again in our lives, it's okay to be a beginner. So have a great week. Um, back to when am I going to be publishing um, these podcasts? I am thinking of alternating weeks with the other podcasts that we've just started. And if you haven't had a chance to catch the Language of Ahava podcast with myself and Rabbi David Steinhardt, please flip over to that and add that to your podcast subscription list. And I will try to alternate weeks between See Me, Hear Me, Love Me and the Language of Ahava. Uh, Can't wait to have our next podcast uh, with a guest, which is coming up next week, and it's going to be a good one. Have a great day. Bye.
Thanks again for listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. I definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear your questions, your stories, your feedback. So message me at karen at familytimeinc.com or on Facebook, Karen Deerwester, or on Instagram, Karen underscore Family Time. And remember, you've got this and you're not alone. See you next week and thanks for listening. Bye.